You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. That's right, in the backyard of Mickey Mouse himself. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. I am so, so, so incredibly grateful for all of our listeners. So thank you very much. Hey, I want to dive right into the content for uh, today. This uh, episode is based on a text message I actually got from a friend of mine, uh, a young lady who was on a missions trip with me way back in 2008. And quite frankly, she's actually been a huge part of my inspiration for doing this podcast and some of the YouTube videos that I've done in the past. Um, young lady by, name, by the name of Melissa, when I met her, was a, a new believer back in 2008. And I mean, over the last several years, she would randomly call me or text me with all different sorts of Bible questions. And she has grown tremendously in her faith. And I've seen her uh, come to understand the Bible and theology in a great fashion. And I've, I've seen firsthand uh, in her life what can happen when a new believer really learns who God is. Uh, you can see incredible growth and incredible ministry uh, bore out of that. So one of the inspirations why I do this podcast. So shout out to you, Melissa. Uh, thank you for the question you sent, but also more than that, thank you for being an inspiration to me. The The question she sent to me uh, a few days back, she said, what's your biblical opinion or thoughts on playing in poker tournaments? Great question. Uh, I want to dive into not just talking about poker tournaments. I'm going to talk about uh, gambling as a whole because uh, I think it's a it's a really really important topic. Before I dive into that, uh, let me just say that I recognize and acknowledge that there have been lots and lots of families. I'm not talking about just dozens. We're talking about thousands, if not tens of thousands, of families that have been wrecked by gambling addictions in one way or another, impacted in one way or another over the course of modern history. That is no doubt. And that's not just, not just an American problem. There's no doubt that is, uh, and that, you know, it is, it is prevalent all around the world. And so gambling addictions are very real and they've impacted the lives of many people in negative ways, just like drug addiction and porn addiction and so many other addictions uh, and things that are out there uh, that have an allure to them. Families have been destroyed. So if you uh, you or someone close to you has, has wrestled through this uh, with an addiction or have had an issue, I want to highly, highly encourage you as soon as possible, um, go to one of the elders of your local church, um, you know, that, that they can and encourage them to step and ask them to step in, invite them to be a part of the story. If you feel like you, uh, you know, don't have someone in your life you can go to, I would encourage you to go to gamblersanonymous.org and there's a website there with uh, information about local meetings. Just like Alcoholics Anonymous, they have Gamblers Anonymous uh, meetings all over the place. And so check it out, gamblersanonymous.org. Um, so let me let me kind of dive in you know, with, with the understanding that gambling has an allure to it and has the potential for being destructive. I want to give you my thoughts. Um, overall, the Bible does not ever specifically condemn any form of gambling, games of luck or chance or card games or anything like that. The Bible does not condemn it. And I have said this on several episodes before. Those of you who have been listening for a while, you, you've heard me say this more than once. I am always extremely, extremely hesitant 
to label something as sinful if the Bible hasn't directly labeled it as sin. And so I, I'm someone, I'm not, I'm not going to come in and say it's sinful if the Bible didn't label it as sinful. You've seen me do that in multiple episodes. Um, but just because the Bible doesn't label it as sinful doesn't mean you should jump right in. Right? I talked about this extensively um, when we on many of the episodes we talked about sexual sin, uh, particularly when I was talking about masturbation way back in episode 14 and episode 22. If you haven't listened to those, I encourage you to go check that out. In fact, episode 14 uh, still remains one of our most downloaded uh, episodes when I talked about whether or not masturbation is a sin. Um, I talked about this just a few episodes ago in episode 115, our tattoos is sin. Uh, back in episode 77 when I... When I, when I interviewed Dr. Corey Allen about sex toys, uh, whether or not that's appropriate. I mean, there's several other episodes. I, uh, those are just a few off the top of my head, but there, uh, there are several other episodes where I have talked about the fact that there are lots of things that are not necessarily sinful, but we ought to be cautious before we dive in, right? And the example I've used in, in multiple other episodes is the idea of, of eating a donut, right? Like me eating sugar isn't necessarily sinful. Me uh, eating a dozen donuts isn't necessarily sinful. But if I eat a dozen donuts in the next 60 minutes, I'm going to be very sick, right? It's not necessarily helpful or healthy for my body, right? So just because something is not sinful doesn't mean you should necessarily just jump right in, you know, all in. It's no big deal. Um gambling is one of those things that, again, not necessarily sinful because the Bible hasn't labeled it as sinful, but one of those things we ought to just be cautious about, right? In, in 1 Corinthians, the apostle Paul says, all things all things are permissible, not all things are beneficial. And so we just want to be cautious. Um, as you're being cautious, several things to consider. Number one, the first thing I want you to consider is understanding that the Bible warns us about staying away from the love of money. Uh, Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6.10, the love of money is the root of all evil. Like that is a that is a a profound statement to make, right? The love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, Hebrews 13 tells us to keep yourself free from the love of money, right? When you love money and you want to gain money, you end up making really bad decisions that will be hurtful to you or those around you. You'll end up doing things that are sinful. When you love money, it will lead you to doing sinful things. I've heard several stories about uh, men who gambled away their their families, uh, the, the mortgage payment for that month or their, their kids' uh, school tuition bill. I mean, doing crazy things. And so the love of money will lead you to do irresponsible things that will hurt people you care about. If that is potentially you, then you ought to stay away from gambling. If you are someone that finds yourself uh, loving money and wanting to grasp more money and willing to do risky things that could be hurtful to your family uh, in order to gain money, if that's you, then I would highly caution you to stay away from any form of gambling of any kind. The scripture also warns us against a desire to get rich quick. And that really goes in a lot of different forms, whether that's a temptation to gamble or that's the temptation to purchase one of those get rich quick scheme programs from a late night infomercial, whether that's doing something dishonest in business, whatever. The Bible tells us that we need to be cautious if we have a desire to get rich quick. Proverbs 13, 11 tells us that wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. The Bible also reminds us uh, that money doesn't satisfy Ecclesiastes 5.10. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. These are really, really important truths that the Bible gives us that we ought to really consider whenever we're making decisions like whether or not we ought to participate in any form of gambling. 
Another thought to consider that I think is really important is remember that gambling in most cases, no matter what form it, it, it's in, it, it typically is a waste of money. However, there are lots of things that are also a waste of money that I find Christians not attacking. Like gambling has a taboo in a lot of Christian circles, but there are other things in my mind that are just as much a waste of money, if not more, that Christians are seemingly okay with. And this frustrates me about uh, you know modern North American evangelicalism is that we label some things wrong, but other things not. But both of them are equally wasteful. Let me give you an example. Um, most people would say gambling is a waste of money, but let's be honest. In most cases, going out to eat is also a waste of money, right? Like in most cases, when you go out to, to a restaurant, you could have purchased that food from a grocery store and cooked it at home for a lot less money. So you, in theory, have wasted money. Now, I'm not against going out to eat. I, I go out to eat very regularly. I'm an unmarried man. I eat most of my meals at restaurants, right? I, pretty much every day for lunch, I'm either at a Chick-fil-A or Chipotle for lunch. That's that's most of my lunches most days. I, I eat out a lot. Um, and so many, so many people have told me, oh, that's such a waste of money. It is true, but in, within my lifestyle, I've determined that that's what I'm going to do. Gambling is a waste of money, but so is going out to eat. Going out to eat. So I think it's odd that lots of Christians will say, "Well, gambling is wrong because it's frivolous," but they don't attack going out to eat, right? Or how about even having cable television? Like in most cases, having cable is a waste of money. In most cases, owning an expensive car is is a waste of money. Or in some cases, even owning a moderate moderately priced car could be a waste of money. There are many people that I know that buy cars that are twenty or twenty five thousand dollars. They could have done just fine with a car that was worth. Ten or twelve thousand, um, but they chose to buy the little bit more expensive one. Is that wrong? No, I don't think it's wrong or sinful. But there's no doubt that it could be labeled as wasteful in the minds of many people. Like, but if you decide to buy a twenty thousand dollar car, like I, I don't know your situation, I don't know your finances, I don't know what you need or don't need. Like, maybe it's perfectly okay for you to buy that. I don't know, so therefore I'm not going to label that necessarily. I'm just going to challenge all of us to try to be good stewards of the money that we have in every area of our lives. And let's not be hypocritical or inconsistent by labeling one form of wasting money, um, you know, as as frivolous or wrong, and not necessarily labeling another. A lot of some people I know, I got friends of mine that will go gambling, they'll go to casinos or whatever, and they in their mind it's just a fun night out and they're spending a certain amount of money that they've pre-budgeted. I actually know several people that do that. Now, some people would say that's wrong, you shouldn't gamble. But here's the reality. It, let's say there's a couple that wants to go out to have dinner and a movie, and by the time you pay for uh, dinner and drinks and movie tickets and popcorn, you spend 100 bucks that night, if not more, right? Easily, depending on where you are in the country. Well, it's a fun night out. Would we say it's wrong for a couple to go out and do that? Of course not. Well, what if a married couple decides they want to go to a casino and spend 100 bucks at the casino gambling that night, and once they lose it, they go home? Like, I don't see a difference between those two things. They've spent a hundred bucks on a fun night out. For some people, that going to casino is not enjoyable. Well, then don't go. But for some people, it would be enjoyable. Well, then as long as you're being responsible, you have a budget and you're not going over that, then then I don't see a problem with that. Right? Like If you're going to label going to the casino and spending money as frivolous, then you probably need to label a lot of other things as frivolous as well. I, I just think Christians in general are inconsistent and hypocritical in a lot of ways, or in a lot of the ways we label things as sinful or not sinful. And so I just want us to be cautious in how we approach every area, um, like n- not just an area like gambling. Uh, a couple other thoughts I want to give you um, before I let you go. Uh, 
particularly when it comes to casinos, if you're someone that likes to go to casinos, and I've been to casinos, and and again, I'm not necessarily against casinos, but I do want to say you have to understand the nature of the casinos. In many cases, casinos are rigged against the general public, or at minimum, they are strategically developed so that you can't win. Like There are occasionally people who do win that make a lot of money, but the vast majority of people um, I, I think I've read some articles where you know more than ninety percent of people who go to casinos lose. Like they're not they're not there uh, as a money making enterprise, or they're not there just to be charitable. Like they're not giving. They're there as a money making enterprise. Like the reason why big billion dollar hotels, literally billion dollar hotels in Vegas and Atlantic City and other and other places, uh, the reason why it exists is to make money, and they make billions of dollars. It's because most people who go there will lose. So no, when you go to the casino and when you participate in any kind of gambling venture at an establishment like a casino, chances are you are going to lose. Like you're going to lose in most cases. They wouldn't exist if most people won. And so in most cases, you're going to be throwing away your money. Are you okay with that? For most people, the answer is probably no. Then I would encourage you not to do it, right? Like if you don't want to waste your money uh, in that, then don't go. And so those are all sort of the things that I think internally we need to consider. Like, do you love money? If that's the case, maybe you should not gamble. Um, if you're trying to get rich quick, I, I would imagine, I would encourage you not to gamble. If you have an addictive personality, or maybe in the past you've been addicted to gambling or things like gambling, maybe you should consider uh, not gambling. Um, if, if you're someone that is trying to think you can beat the odds, I think that's arrogant. Maybe you should consider not gambling. If you're a Christian, however, that has viewed gambling as wrong, but have not considered areas of other areas of, of life, maybe areas in your life where you have wasted money, I would challenge you to consider maybe how you could reallocate the funds that you spend uh, on a regular basis. Before I let you go, there's one other thought that I really want to hit, and this is probably the one that a lot of people have thinking about, maybe wondering, Kenny, you're 13 minutes into this episode and you haven't mentioned this area, and this is an important area, and this is our Christian witness, our, our testimony. The question you have to ask yourself, and it's not just with gambling, this is with anything. Will this hurt my chances of preaching the gospel, or will this help my chances of preaching the gospel? There are some people that will say, well, if you're going to casinos, you're going to be associating yourself with people that are sinful. You're going to be associating yourself with an industry that has a stigma, and people are not going to listen to the gospel when you're preaching it. You're going to discredit yourself, and therefore you should never gamble. And there's a lot of people in that realm, and I'm not going to say they're wrong. There are people on the other side that would say, no, no, when you when you when you do go to a casino or you do you do join a poker tournament or you do something that's considered gambling, you jump in and you get a chance to hang out with people that you otherwise would have never hung out with, and you get to show them that Christians can can do these things and still love Christ. That Christians can go into these arenas and and bring the light of the gospel. Like you could be different. And so there are some people that would say that gambling or participating in a poker tournament and things like that could actually, in some cases, enhance your opportunity to preach the gospel. And I will tell you this, and I think there's a strong, strong case to be made for both of these camps. I think both camps have some really wise wisdom. Uh, of course, wisdom is wise, duh. Uh, I think both of these camps have to offer great wisdom um, to all of us. I think it's definitely possible that if you participate in any form of gambling, that it could hurt your opportunity to preach the gospel in certain locations, in certain circles, or with certain groups of people. And I think it's also definitely possible that that refraining from participating in a particular event or gambling or poker tournament or what have you 
could potentially harm your opportunity to preach the gospel in some ways. That some people will then not listen to you because you don't do it. Or that if you do participate, you could build relationships and actually bring the gospel, present the gospel to people that otherwise would have never heard it or maybe were less likely to hear it. I, I think both of those are po- are very plausible and potentially are true for, for any one of us, depending on what the Lord would have for us. So here's what I would encourage you to do. Go to the Lord and ask him, God, what do you want me to do? So, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Don't just go, well, I'm going to go game. I'm going to go casino because it's no big deal. Like, don't be flippant. Don't be haphazard. Okay. Don't be lazy. Like genuinely think about it, process it, mentally digest it, consider it. God, what do you want me to do? What is in the best interest of the ministry that you have for me? God, if I do this, will it help my ministry? Or if I do this, will it hurt my ministry? Listen to what the voice of the Holy Spirit is telling you and have the courage to obey no matter what he tells you. Maybe you're someone that likes gambling and you don't think it's wrong, but the Holy Spirit's telling you to stay away from it for a while for some reason that you don't understand. Are you going to have the courage to obey? Maybe someone, maybe you're someone that feels uncomfortable with it. Are you going to have the courage to maybe step into an arena that maybe you were uncomfortable with in the past to, for, the, for the sake of the gospel, maybe? Like, like I would encourage each person to just ask yourself, Lord, or ask the Lord, God, what is it that you want me to do? Listen to his voice and have the courage to do what he tells you to do. If you take that approach, I promise you, you will find your relationship with God is enriched and your opportunity to preach the gospel will be expanded. In short, is it sinful to participate in gambling? No. Is it sinful to participate in a poker tournament or some other form of contest that someone might label as gambling? No, it is not wrong. It is not sinful. However, I'm simply telling you this, proceed with caution. Remember the words from the Apostle Paul, all things are permissible, not all things are beneficial. And that doesn't just apply to gambling, that applies to any area where we spend any of our resources or our money. May that wisdom from the Apostle Paul, may those words be our guiding light in every one of those areas. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I am so thankful. I hope this has been helpful and insightful to you. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.